Hello everybody and welcome to episode 2 of the ME7 Breakfast Show with me, Matt. Coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking about Gillingham knocking out Southampton, obviously, uh, out of the uh, Carabao Cup uh, on Tuesday night. Gillingham got their first home uh, win of the season yesterday against Accrington Stanley. Uh, and obviously the big signing of Macaulay Bond. Uh, that's all coming up on today's show. So, on to the news of the week, and unless you've been living under a rock, you would have missed that I was unable to make the game on Tuesday due to breaking down on the M2. Gillingham beat Southampton 3-1 in the first round of the Carabao Cup. Coles from Ashley Nadison and a brace from Robbie McKenzie was enough to see the Jills clinch a 3-1 victory on the night and knock out last year's semi-finalists. The Jules will be playing Premier League new boys Luton Town at Kenilworth Road uh, in the second round. Uh, game, uh, the games obviously will be confirmed coming up uh, a week commencing the 28th of August. So keep your eyes out for tickets and let's, uh, let's back the boys in the second round of the Carabao Cup. Uh, Gillingham played yesterday and beat Accrington Stanley 1-0 at home in the first league game at home at Priestfield. Uh, and the goal from Ashley Nadison again uh, was enough to see the Jules uh, go th- uh, so win the, uh, the game 1-0 and pick up three points. Uh, I do, uh, obviously if, if you were there, I think I do believe, uh, I said on our podcast last night, we've got a very, very strong line-up going forward. Um, Ashley Addison was was uh, excellent last night. The link up between him and Tom Nichols is is great. Thank you so much, Crawley Town, for selling uh, selling them to us. Uh, uh, and uh, again, if you if you haven't heard, uh, uh, we've signed a Macaulay Bond to add to that forward line as well. He came on for his debut yesterday. Played uh, about fifteen minutes or so. Again, you're not going to see a lot from him at the moment. Um, uh, he's, you know, he's he's got to learn how the team wants to work. How, you know, he's sort of going to be five, six weeks behind everyone else at the moment. Um, he's got to sort of build into the team ethos of what of what Neil Harris wants to do, what he wants to get across. But I think our, our forward line is perfect now. Um, we've got a really strong lineup. We've got such variety at the top. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to uh, to what this season will bring. So, really, that's it for news for this week, guys. Now let's get on to your comments and questions. So, on to the comments and questions you guys have sent in this week. Um, obviously, if you've got anything you want to send in, uh, want in, send in for next week, please send it over. If you've got any questions for any of the guys on the pod, uh, yeah, please send over and I'll, I'll go out and uh, get you the answer for them. So, uh, on to the questions, obviously, uh, using my phone here, so apologies for looking down. Uh, so, from uh, German Jills. Now, guys, if you don't know, German Jills is another YouTube channel I highly recommend you go follow. He does commentaries of the games during them. It's absolutely brilliant. So, please, if you don't follow him, go and make sure you give German Jills a follow. Uh, who was your man of the match yesterday? Uh, who do you think underperformed? Um, my man of the match yesterday's performance was probably Scott Malone. I thought he was he was brilliant yesterday. Um I said it again last night, I'll say it, he's a cheat code for League 2. Um, how we've managed to get him, a championship quality player playing at League 2 level is unbelievable. Um, I think I heard Neil say in his press conference, you know, it's not just about the money, obviously, for Scott. Scott's come here, he's seen the project that Neil has in place, what Brad wants to do and Channel want to do with the club. Um, 
yeah, I think it's been absolutely brilliant. In in yesterday, he was he was uh, he was excellent. I thought. Um, in terms of an underperformance from yesterday, um, not to dig anyone out, um, and obviously this was his first game of the season. But for me, it was Tim Dieng. Um He just looked a little bit slower uh, than than uh, the rest. But then obviously he's not played a couple of games, um, so I can forgive him for that. Uh, so yeah, please don't shoot the messenger here. Uh, but yeah, I think for me, underperformance-wise, was Tim Dieng. Um We have actually had a couple of replies uh, on this uh, tweet. So um, <coughs> uh, Blue Brazil, uh, again, another guy on Twitter. If you'd like to go and give him a follow, close call for me between OG and Malone. Uh, but for me, Malone just edged it. He said, a special mention again for Nadison, who impressed again. For me, absolutely disappointing again off the bench. I know he was more. Uh, he has more to offer than what we are seeing. Uh, yeah, do you know what? I kind of, I kind of agree. Lapsley, um, we we haven't seen the best of him as Jules fans at the moment. We've we've had a couple of glimpses. Um, there is still definitely a lot more to come. But again, uh, finding him a place in the team at the moment. Um, you know, I, I think. The, the the eleven that started yesterday, there, there was arguments to to bring other players in, um, but yeah, coming off the bench, it's always, it's always going to take a bit of time to get into the game. He wasn't as good as uh, I think um, some other players were yesterday, but yeah, I mean Lapsley, he'll 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 get better as the season goes on, I'm sure, um, and I'll start. I will think we will start to see the better of him. Um, so uh, we've also had uh, also the German Jules. I've also just seen has replied. Uh, it was a hard pick to uh, uh, pick for man of the match, but I agree with Lapsley. I hope he can really pull it around. Yeah, again, echo that German Jules. Um, I really do think uh, he will pull uh, pull it around uh, at some point in the not too distant future. Uh, on to your next question. So we've had Lee Clifton, uh, which is FOM underscore blog. If you're on Twitter, give him a follow. Uh, with Gillingham starting the season with three wins from three against Stockport County, Southampton and Accrington Stanley, who are the players who have impressed the most in all three games? And which players do you think need to show just a small amount of improvement? Well, echoing on from uh, from what German Jill said just a minute ago again. Um, I think Lapsley does need to, to to sort of step up a little bit. He's not that 100% far off, but he's, you know, it, there, there's... I said, as, I think as Jill's fans, when we've not seen the best of him. It, it will come, it will take time, but at the moment we're not seeing the best of him. In terms of outstanding performers, for me, um, there's been... There's been three players who have really impressed me. Um... I've been impressed with Max Amar, actually. He doesn't seem to have put a foot wrong at all. Um, seems very co uh, uh, calm and composed, so especially next to uh, my other pick, which would be Shad Oji. Um, he looks like an absolute brick wall at the back. Um, winning every header that came near him and not afraid of a tackle. Um, even when he had the ball and players were closing him down, he was very calm and composed. Um, yeah, for me, that definitely those two. Uh, somebody else who's really impressed me at the start of uh, this season is is Robin McKenzie. Um, just the amount of, of heart that he, he puts into his game when he plays. He, he doesn't stop running. He's got a monster throw on him. Um, he's scored a couple of really good goals. Should have had a hat-trick, uh, I've, I've been told. Um, that I don't know why the goal was disallowed. Um, uh, if anyone could let me know in the comments, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Robbie McKenzie's done really well. They're, they're def they've definitely been three of the sort of my, my outstanding performers so far. But look, we're at the start of the season. 
I always explain that the first sort of five to six games of any season is, is like the first round of a boxing match. You're kind of feeling each other out. You're, you're looking at opponents, what they're going to do, what their game plan is. Um, so at the moment, you know, players not playing 100% full speed, um, you know, or, or the best of their ability. I'm not fussed by that at this moment in time. Um, kind of around by game 10, you'd expect everyone to be up. But um, yeah, I mean, those two players obviously yeah, said have really uh, impressed me. Obviously Scott Malone as well, but he's just a cheat code. <laughs> um, on to the, uh, I had another uh, comment from uh, Lee Clifton. Uh, so two goals in two starting appearances for Ashley Nelson. What are your thoughts on his performance for Gillingham against Accrington Stanley? I thought yesterday you could really see the, the connection that him and Tom Nichols had. Uh, there was almost, again, like a sixth sense ability there, um, especially for the goal. Um, it was an excellent play by Ashley Nadson to put the defender under a lot of pressure. Uh, made the defender make the mistake of just knocking the ball straight down. Uh, Nichols was then quick to react to get the ball and played a first-time ball through to uh, Ashley Nadson, who, I mean, I, I said it to Owen uh, yesterday at half-time, it kind of looked like the keeper was a bit hesitant to come out. Had he maybe come out a bit quicker, maybe he would have closed down the shot. But all credit to Ashley. Uh, very, very quick play, nipping in and tapping the ball obviously past the uh, right hand uh, side of the goalkeeper uh, to put us 1-0 up and I think as soon as we went 1-0 up you know, we were extremely comfortable yesterday um, kind of uh, I thought Ashley uh, again really hassled the back line really put them under pressure um, there was a, a comment uh, made on our little group chat about uh, the hoof ball but I think when you've got a player of his speed and his ability you can play hoof balls and if you can get one of those balls that does you know sort of break that last man hopefully he'll be able to run onto it like he did yesterday and potentially score a goal so uh, thank you very much Ali for your question on that one uh, we've had a, another uh, comment from Stuart Lewis uh, not that one uh, do you think Max Clark would still have been signed if Scott Malone had joined the club first that's a really good question um Look, I think we were all a bit shocked because it came out of the blue when uh, Max Clark was signed, and I think we could all agree that we were all very happy with with the signing. He was a a player last year who won the league uh, uh, and, and and got prom sorry who got promoted sorry last season, um, and he and on paper a very very good signing. Um, but then when you get a player of Scott Malone's abilities coming into the squad. Yeah, I think had he had been signed first, I don't think Max maybe might have came. Maybe Dave Tadon might have stayed. Who knows? Um, I think when you've got with a player of Scott Malone's uh, ability, his his quality, he's going to be one of the first names down on the team sheet. If he's fully fit, if he's ready to go, he's going to be one of the first names down on the team sheet every time. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, so yeah, uh, do I do I think Max Clark would have come? If, if Scott Malone was here, yeah, probably not. Um, uh, Dean, uh, Dean Bino on Twitter has uh, sent a, a question through asking, do we do I think we still need one or two more players? Um, as mentioned earlier, I think, I, th I, th I think we definitely need a wide player. Um, I, I mentioned the other night, I kind of like the idea of sort of almost a Jordan Graham-esque player who will be able to whip a ball in from from out wide but also sort of that that Nicky Southall kind of player you know who's not afraid to take players on get down get down the wing that kind of player with that real heart that real drive getting us forward and not enough to say not afraid to be able to take on his last man 
if we don't get that winger, am I happy with the squad we have right now? Yeah, going forward, you know, barring any injuries, um, I, I think we've got a squad there that can really take on uh, take on this league. I do uh, hope, uh, you know, touch wood. Uh, hope, hopefully, nobody uh, obviously will get any serious injuries. But look, we still got the loan market to dive into. Uh, there's what six options we get to use out of that. Um, you know, and, and there are will be some good loan players out there. The um, I mean, the Southampton youngster uh, who was up against Max Clark, he looked pretty handy. You know, we could always if 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 we really do get desperate, we can always go into that loan market. But yeah, you know, I would like one or two more. But if we don't get them, yeah, I'm I'm not overly fussed. Um, James Tingley, uh, lots of credit today, rightly so for Malone and OG, but also thought Nichols was superb throughout the game and a man of the match contender. Do you know what? Yeah, I think uh, I think you've got a good point there. He, he, his link-up play with Nadison was was especially excellent. He really did hassle the defenders. Um, I, I, for me, uh, you know, I think Scott Malone uh, for me yesterday was my man of the match. Um, uh, the sponsors' man of the match went to Don Jeffries, um, but yeah, I think Nichols did, did play excellently yesterday, and you know, look, fingers crossed, this this connection that that him and Addison have got, have got could yield a lot of goals for us. Um, right, uh, on to the next question. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, so, uh, Kinney Winnie, just uh, a little comment saying OG absolutely bossed it today. Yes, he did. He said, I think he, he won the majority of his headers. Uh, really did. Uh, their number 19 really didn't like being up against OG all day uh, yesterday. And uh, I, I think I said to uh, Stocky, one of uh, his uh, works on Jules and uh, uh, he goes on, sorry, Jules and the Blood uh, with Matt there. And um, I said to him, uh, if he had stayed on the pitch, I, I think he would have got sent off. He was he was not having a good day at the office there number 19 yesterday um liam uh healthfield uh sorry hatfield healthfield sorry um don't want to get ahead of myself uh, being only two games in but og looks the real deal he looks a potential high-end league one championship player yes he does he the the said so the ability he's got i think he's 21 22 the ability he's got at that age i mean it looks unbelievable um i mean just imagine if we ever have to play a back three of, of him, Connor Masterson and Max Amar in the middle, I mean, no def no striker is getting getting past past that. That is that is unbelievable. At the moment, I think you know as Jules fans, we, we're absolutely blessed. We've got some amazing players uh, playing for our club. Some real good finds. I mean. Shad, nobody knew about him until what was it the the was it the Millwall game? He just randomly rocked up. Somebody took photos of him and we thought it was somebody else and you know no, nobody had really even mentioned him pre-season but but what a signing he's been and look I know we're only two games in but um, I mean we're the only league two team so far this season to have not conceded a goal in the league um, and that's down to to our defence and Shad is is part of that and honestly he's been he's been absolutely amazing so yeah congratulations well played Shad um uh, UTG up the jewels uh, has said uh, been saying all summer a talisman striker isn't the trick it's depth of players and goals from all over the pitch look again com completely right there um, the one thing I said throughout the summer is for me I wanted a 20 goal a season striker I, I wouldn't say we needed it I just it's what I wanted I wanted that proven goal score I wanted that player that you know that we knew was gonna sort of you know if he's on the pitch and he gets a chance we're 99% sure you know, we're going to put our house on it, he's going to score a goal. Um, but 
one of the things that um, I, I, I think, I don't know if anyone uh, remembers, I, I brought this up um, just before the start of the season. We scored 12 goals in pre-season. We had 11 different goal scorers. That is ultimately what's going to win us, uh, you know, win us the league uh, or get us promoted. It's having goals come from all over the pitch. Um, I know there there was a stat floating around uh, that was it. None of the teams that got promoted or none of the top three teams that got promoted, uh, none of them scored past more than sixty five goals last season, and and the goals were spread throughout the team. And I, I really do feel we have got goals within this squad. Um, I think with the addition of uh, Bon, obviously. Um, I've, I really do feel. I think forward line. I don't. I can't imagine any of our forwards scoring over fifteen goals this season. But what I can see is them all contributing in getting into sort of the low end double figures uh, and really contributing to to pushing us forward. I mean, Ashley and Addison has already proved uh, in two games, two goals that he can score. Uh, we've still got you know uh, Nichols. He'll score goals. Hawkins will come back. He will score goals. Um, uh, one for Owen, Lewis Walker, when he comes back, he will score goals. Um, honestly, I think we're, we're absolutely fine. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. I said, all some of myself, I, I wanted that 20 goal a season striker. We all would have loved Alfie May, but it wasn't to be. But look, with what we've got, we, we can't complain as Jules fans. I think we're, we're very lucky. Um, Gillingham Till I Die uh, have uh, sent over. Hi, a quick question. Do you think a bond fits our system? And also, do you think Hawkins will struggle to try uh, to get game time when he is fit again? Um, yes, uh, Hawkins, the 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 big one there. I think at the moment you'd find it hard to drop Nichols and Addison. I think they, they, they the connection they've got is 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 brilliant. I mean, don't get me wrong, the connection between Hawkins and Nichols at the end of last season was was great as well, but. Something definitely there with the the Nanderson and, and Nichols combo. So once Hawkins is back back fit, do I find that you know do I think he's going to struggle to get placed in the team? I'm not going to say he's going to be the first name down on the team sheet every week, but I actually think part of and this will go into the, the other question you mentioned about uh, Bond there. Um, I think part of what Neil has got there is such a versatile forward lineup. He can go one up top, two up top, three up top. He can mix and match it however he wants. And, you know, not all the combinations will work together, but there's so much variety at the top of our pitch there um, that, I, that I, I, I believe that, yes, Bond will fit our style of play because we're going to have a style of play that will work with him in it. So, um, yes, I, 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 I think um, the Hawkins one, obviously, yeah, it, it's going to be a little, maybe a little bit harder thing to get back in, but also at the same time, if there's a game where we need to be able to pump the ball long to him and get knockdowns and, and you know, him and Nadison maybe working together, what a great combination that could work. Him and him and Bon, who knows? Um, obviously, only in the future, uh, we, only in the future can we see what happens here, but... Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to it, and I, I think we're going to be. Uh, I think we're going to be okay this year. Um, 
Right, so uh, on to, uh, we we uh, obviously had the podcast last night, we asked for your score predictions, I'm just going to go through and read out uh, what some of you guys have put in. So, uh, David Hutchinson, uh, he believes uh, it's going to be Sutton 1, Gillingham 2 on Tuesday night. Uh, Stuart Bourne, I'm, he's going for a 1-0 win for us, uh, we're strong at the back and we'll keep another clean sheet. Uh, do you know what I, I think that I think clean sheet is definitely on the boards there um, uh, Nicol, uh, Nicholas Coote has put 1-0 to the Jules um, oh so, <laughs> sorry New, I, I hadn't read this one properly uh, Neil Lass I, I hadn't realised what he's put there but Neil Lass he's put Sutton a minuscule amount Gillingham some <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think that I think that means a Gillingham win. I think um, Keelan has put in a third one nil win game in a row, three nil record. Who says no to that? I, I don't say no to that. I'd be very happy with a three nil record. Um, Josh, a two one duels, very tight game, not much action. Uh, I don't know. I I. I I think we could do uh, do one over on, on Sutton potentially. I, I think there could be a couple of goals in it, uh, maybe three goals in it. Um, Paul Beanie, 2-0. Come on, you blue boys, he's put. Um, Darren Esquire has put one all. Uh, blue Breaks card stall, 2-1 uh, to the Jules. Matt Phelps, uh, uh, sorry, Phipps, uh, sorry, 3-1 to the Jules. Uh, Kay has put yet another 1-0 win for me. And Richard Shaw, 1-0 win as well. Look, guys, I'm going to... Go out of the way here. I'm gonna go three nil. I I I think I think it didn't help that I missed uh, the three goals on Tuesday night. Uh, I even said yesterday I th I thought the score was gonna be three nil. I I I feel this season we're look, we're gonna turn up to a team uh, and we're gonna really turn them over. Uh, we've got the ability in the squad there. We've got the quality. We saw all saw it yesterday. Uh, everything from Malone's little step overs uh, to you know uh, to the the way we're passing the ball around now. You know, last season, you know, what was it? Twenty three games in, we scored seven goals. At the moment, we're three games in, we've scored five. Look, this is already a much much better team than what we expect uh, than what we had from last season. All I can keep saying is, look, let's get behind these boys. Let's really support them. Um, and and look. Who knows what the future is going to hold? Who knows whether we're going to win the league? Whether we're going to come seventh? Who knows? But all we can do is support the boys till the uh, to the last game of the season, and that's going to start on Tuesday night against Sutton. Uh, I'm going three 0 I'm going to even put it out there. I'm going to go Tom Nichols, Ashley Nadison, and Bon to score his first goal for the Jules. Now let's get on to your man of the matches for the week. So on to the man of the matches for the week. Um, so this is obviously this is uh, the little uh, thing we're we're doing. Uh, uh, we have a, a sort of a supporters player of the uh, player of the year, and we're doing it on a weekly basis, not on a game basis. So these are players that have played this week, uh, and, and we're going to put them in the comments and just vote below who you feel is your player of the week. So your three to choose from this week, we have. Goal scoring machine, Robbie McKenzie. Defensive rock, Shad Oji. And cheat code for League Two, Scott Malone. Well, 
That is it now for this episode of The Breakfast Show. Please send in any comments or questions you have that you want me read out for, uh, want me to read out, sorry, for next week. Uh, look, thank you so much for watching. Um, these shows, I promise, will get better as we go on. This is only episode two. Uh, hopefully, we'll, hopefully, we'll get a bit better as we go on. Um, and look, we're going to even try and do uh, maybe a couple of like live shows, maybe from uh, from a cafe or, or something. And if anyone would like to come along and be part of that, please again just send me a message. But look, for now, for this week, thank you so much for watching. And as always, guys, up the jills. <laughs>